The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could be with me. I've got a really great show because I've got a fabulous guest, and you probably have seen her. And so impressive that I've got to read all of the things that she has accomplished. It is um, Prithai a co-author of The Four Sacred Secrets. Uh, She is a transformational leader, co-founder of the renowned ONO Academy in India, and she's co-author of this really terrific book, The Four Sacred Secrets for Love and Prosperity, A Guide to Living in a beautiful state. Now, this is something that you are going to love. Uh, She is um, such a spiritual teacher and meditation master. Uh, She's reached thousands and actually millions of people worldwide to create a revolution in human consciousness. We have got a lot to learn from her today. She has been on TEDx on how to end stress uh, and happiness, anxiety, and she has taught so many things how we truly are our own worst enemy and how we can break the cycle of destruction and learn how to become the greater self that we truly are. So you're going to love this show. But before we bring out this wonderful transformational speaker, I want to talk about what's going on in the world right now. There's a bit of chaos, wouldn't you say? My goodness, we're talking about politics. We're talking about people and their emotions are going, woo butting heads like you wouldn't believe and we've got earthquakes i've experienced one i was shaking quite a bit we have got a lot of things going on especially with mercury retrograde and nerves are a bit fragile and people are getting angry so knowing that there's this chaos going around I was kind of hoping that maybe I could share some things with you that I um, thought actually make a great deal of sense on how to be okay with the chaos. Now, whatever you're working toward, it's important to relax and to be calm in the uncertainty. This is a far more magnetic energy than fussing and fretting over forcing your will. 
you need to become comfortable with the contradictions because believe me there are plenty of them going around everywhere you know sometimes you know exactly what you want and over time you can actually make it happen and sometimes the universe gives you a wonderful option that you never really even thought of before and you're surprised sometimes it takes a very long time to get what you want and get what you're looking for and there are many diversions along the way sometimes your goals happen immediately <laughs> and you find out that it's just what you had imagined sometimes when you achieve your goal you find out that the experience isn't even close to what you had in mind sometimes you don't get what you want at all it may be painful but what you do get whether in the form of a lesson or an entirely different result can turn out to be far more valuable these and other variables are true but if you can't always predict the results why use the law of attraction at all these principles aren't just about outcomes they bring you strength in your understanding and in your process they give you the power to change the present quality of your life the very essence of your ongoing experience you know the power of your consciousness and your vital energy definitely influence what you attract but the results may turn up at a later point and in many unexpected and divergent ways it all becomes easier when you look at your life as a process and each experience as a precious stepping stone solutions come from moving forward remaining open and releasing control Ugh. every day is an adventure and every goal is just an experiment there are so many paths to happiness in fact you can go there right now so why intend or work toward anything even if there is some predictability if there are some other variables as well well why take the chance the answer can be found in purpose and desire that's the reason why we're here and the reason we keep on going on and on day by day whatever you're looking for your genuine desire has a message for you what it's telling you and why could be one of the most important perspectives in your life it could mean a great deal of difference to you and even to the world to listen to your heart and to find out what your longing has to say well why desire some eastern philosophies teach that human desire is the source of all unhappiness they say 
that if you can release your longings and let go of your attachments, you not only can achieve real happiness, you'll also reach enlightenment. Well, I find this philosophy fascinating and when I can arrive at moments where all my longings and attachments are released, I can feel that peace and profoundly sense the wisdom in that choice. With the right kind of attitude, real happiness can indeed come from an unencumbered and unattached life. But does this necessarily make each desire bad? Well, I'm not going to believe that to be the case. Wanting things can be motivating and inspiring. It has driven the human race forward in a wonderful and even miraculous ways. Desire has created great art, scientific and technological discoveries, and an entire movement of humanitarianism and spiritual growth. But what about your personal goals? As an individual, you're probably less likely to seek enlightenment through detachment than you are to seek achievement through your dreams and desires. The big question is, how far can you let yourself go into the desired zone without becoming too invested and attached? That's the question. So here's a bit of truth. The emotions of enthusiasm and excitement are excellent energy conductors. But if your desire becomes desperate or urgent, then you're actually over-attached, creating the sabotaging energies of intent. As with so many other issues of attraction, the energy of your desire will shift according to the meaning you are attached to it. As soon as you make something mean too much or give it too much value or power in your life, it becomes an obsession. The fact is, you simply can't be fixated on anything, whether it's a goal, a person, a substance, a place, or anything else without eventually becoming miserable. The constant thinking and striving around your obsession takes up too much energy to allow you to maintain a life of real peace and authentic power. And when everything destroys your present peace, it shifts the value and meaning not only of the thing itself, but also of your life and even your self-perception. This is where you can get into trouble. When not having your desire has the power to make you miserable. It's a normal part of human experience to long for things like love, wisdom, creative expression, and personal and career advancement. All of these pursuits are healthy and can promote an inner sense of joy. When the longing becomes desperate, though, 
fearful or urgent, your life force becomes miserable and your desire becomes unhealthy and far less likely to be supported in the energetic realm. This is one of the reasons why some people feel so frustrated, even to the point of hopelessness, about their dreams. They dutifully visualize what they want, affirm it every single day, and contemplate its presence in their life. They think they have dedicated themselves to their goal, but they don't realize that their feelings have switched from dedication to desperation and from the mere desire to urgent need. As a result, instead of attraction, many individuals are experiencing increasing frustration and deeper longing. They move into the toxic energies of intent. And the more they ask, the more distant the solution seems to get. Now, some goals are driven by personal experience, such as a search for meaning and wisdom, discovery, or expression. Even if an intention seems more worldly, such as finding love or becoming an entrepreneur, if your desire is balanced and honoring to yourself and others, then the energy is pure. This heartfelt resonance has a much greater likelihood of success in the energetic realm and in the real world. Although there are many variables and the outcome may not take shape in exactly the time and way you imagine, the odds of achievement are much greater with the energies of trust and surrender. If, on the other hand, your desire is driven by urgency, ego, or fear, the odds of getting what you want will drop dramatically. Of course, you may be able to find the love or create the, the business, but what you experience in those perceived achievements may not resemble what you were looking for at all. The bottom line is that you can either propel or poison your desire by the meaning you attach to it. So, let's just say intent means that the more desperate you are to make something happen, the more your needy energy will push that goal away and create the exact opposite. However, the more you let go and perceive your desire as just another way to enhance an already happy life, the more you'll draw joyful results to you. Now, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It really is quite simple when you can just relax that intent and don't be so attached to it, you will find that miracles will start happening. And a life becomes much easier. And the chaos 
will cease to exist. So that's how you actually get through the chaos. I hope all that makes sense. So let's take a fast commercial break and we'll be right back with our transformational speaker. I'm so excited. It's here, it's hot, and it's a must-read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules Johnson, International Certified Hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network, heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Be sure to sign up for your monthly updates and get all the latest information on LOA radio events, such as cruises, workshops, and seminars, as well as information on the latest shows, topics, and guests. Go to LOARadioNetwork.com and sign up today. Well, welcome, Pre-Taji, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I am thrilled to have such a prestigious and transformational leader on my show. <laughs> Namaste, Jill. It's so wonderful being with you. So great to be on your show. Well, I'm thrilled because you are really... Uh, renowned in India because you've started an uh, academy there, but you're also about spiritual teachings, and that's something that's very near and dear to all of the listeners' heart. And uh, you actually talk about abundance and prosperity. So this is just so perfect on how we can become and live in all the time into this beautiful state of being. And that's what we want to know. So, you know, I just kind of want to let you take it from there and tell us what you're all about. Sure. Thank you so much. Thank you for being so warm and kind. Um, we, we run Krishnaji and myself. Krishnaji is my husband. He's the founder. He's the founder. We both have founded Ono Academy together. Um, the academy uh, is present in India, but we have we have people coming to us from across the globe. We are strongly present across several countries in the globe. 
for us, having a lot of prosperity, having great relationship and achieving success and fame is not the be all of life. Oh, Good. Nor is <laughs> nor is a transformational state of living in a transformed state of consciousness the end all of it. Throughout ages, what we have seen is one set of people being so focused towards achievement, towards success, towards prosperity and having great family. And then a, a few of them, a very few of them, moving to experiencing or having the spiritual experiences, the transformative experiences in one's consciousness. For us, we see one can experience a beautiful life of abundance, joy, prosperity, peace, <clears throat> togetherness, only when you live in a transformed state of consciousness. Mm. We are bringing together the two spectrums, which has been an assumption in this world for a very, very, very long time. We have seen individuals transform their inner state of being, experience this profound, beautiful states in consciousness and experience that is not limited only in an inner experience, but it also transforms the reality itself. We're able to create profound joy in the people around them. They're able to create a beautiful family. They're able to nurture that family. They're able to bring up children would be contributing to this world and planet and at the same time acquire a lot of abundance and prosperity. Wow. We believe that you need to live in a beautiful state if you want to be in alignment with the universe. Right. When you are in a suffering state, <clears throat> when, when, we, when you're talking about suffering state, it is not limited to sadness alone. It is not limited to loneliness alone. We see anything that is disturbing as a suffering state, a state of anger, a state of fear, a state of hurt, a state of jealousy, a state of loneliness, insecurity, depression. Everything is a suffering state because it is, it is not nice to live in a suffering state. Yeah. As we are living in a suffering state, we are constantly signaling out to the universe that we are open to chaos and open to problems. There is this feeling that we are separate and isolated beings, but we are truly not. We probably feel separate because of the mirror neurons in our body so that we don't bump against each other and fall off. But <laughs> in the realm of our consciousness, we're actually very connected. It is an, it's a different reality. We are one in the fabric of life. To believe that we are separate and then to immerse ourselves in suffering, to be in that state forever and ever, is actually telling the universe that we are open to problems. Mm. So the more you nurture a beautiful state in your consciousness, where you live in states of love, of joy, of calm, of peace, of connection, of, or even the transcendental states where you experience bliss or togetherness with the universe, then you're telling the universe that you're opening your life to synchronicities. You're opening up your life to abundance. And then you will meet those people, you'll get, get those ideas, you will be put into those situations by which you can lead your life towards a great destiny. That sounds wonderful. But what do we have to overcome to get ourselves into that state? <laughs> it is important to be on a spiritual path. It is important. It is not 
it is not an experience that you would have overnight. Yeah, you have profound experiences. I have seen people in the courses have profound experiences. And then they take it back home and nurture a beautiful state. We are, <clears throat> we are teaching individuals across the globe to nurture this beautiful state. Because as we sail past our life, as we move through uh, experiences of rejection, of failure, of loss, of separation, it is not getting over. It is something that is lingering in our consciousness. Yeah. It is something that is lingering in our consciousness, what has happened in our life now, and also what has happened when we are in a mother's womb, and also what has happened to the entire humanity continues in every one of us. So it is important that we free ourselves of all that is hurting us, all that is keeping us nailed in suffering states. It's important to experience that freedom and it happens through a spiritual journey. Let me share this with you. If you look at a cobra, <clears throat> cobra is something that we find in India. I don't know if you have it here. <laughs> big snakes. Yeah, it's a big snake. <laughs> it's a very big, powerful, poisonous snake. And every couple of, every three to four times a year, it feels very comfort, uncomfortable in its own skin. It feels very uncomfortable. And then when it gets uncomfortable with its own skin, it's, it loses its power in its fangs. And it also loses clarity into um, its vision. It's not able to see very clearly. Wow. So when it feels like that, the cobra moves into seclusion. It goes through a process where it is shedding the old and there is a new skin that has come. And, and then there is... And as the new skin emerges, which is bright and shiny, and then it has its fangs, which has gained, regained its power, and then it regains its vision, is able to see clearly and explodes into life. It is something that we need for ourselves, a journey in consciousness. We can't continue to living the way we have been living because if you see the current situation of the world, the anxiety just like more than 40 million Americans over here are suffering from chronic anxiety. That's a lot. Probably 50% of adults are suffering from loneliness. It has become chronic in nature. And we can't continue living our lives this way. And it is important that we are aware of what is the state we are constantly fueling or what is the state we are nurturing within ourselves and to go through these processes, to shed all the old, because it is, it is kind of controlling our lives. Yes, it is. It is controlling our lives. It is controlling our emotions. It's controlling our thinking. It's controlling our actions. And it's controlling our destiny. We want abundance. We want prosperity. We want a joyful life. We want to have a great family. And it is very important that we nurture a beautiful state. So in other words, it all starts and stops with us. Absolutely. It starts. We, unfortunately, we are a civilization that focuses a lot on the external world, what we can show to others, how much we can achieve. Nothing wrong with it. It is great. It's great to move forward in life towards achievement, towards success. But it is extremely important to do it from a beautiful state. Because we believe that we will find happiness after we have achieved. That's so true. But the truth is, even after you've achieved, you're not happy. People are living in anxiety. The, the 40 million Americans we're talking about, it's not only people who have not achieved. People who have achieved are in anxiety. People who have not achieved are in anxiety. 
people who are achieved, who have achieved are anxious about sustaining what they've achieved. People who have not achieved are anxious about to see if they will be able to realize what their aspirations were. Mm. So it is not about achievement or not achievement. It is about nurturing a beautiful state as you're moving towards the entire process of life because only then you will be a connected individual. Only when you're connected to the people around you, only when you're connected to the to the world around you, you'd have the great intelligence, you'd have you'd be able to give the right response, and it does not stop with it. When you are in this beautiful state, you are in connection with the universe and you feel the universe is supporting you. You feel the universe is your friend, allowing you to achieve, allowing you to allowing you to fulfill your dreams, you fulfill your heartfelt purpose. Well, that's where we all want to be. We want to be that spiritually connected. But the issue is, how do we get there and still live in this 3D world? That's the question. We all have a vision for our external world. In our book, The Four Sacred Secrets, we are sharing the four sacred secrets. <clears throat> Sorry. The Four Sacred Secrets is something that we're sharing with the world. It is our new book. It's an upcoming book to be released in August. Oh, wonderful. And the first sacred secret talks about a spiritual vision. We all have vision for our external life. Right. But we're talking about a vision for your inner state of being. Right. We want to be achievers. But from what state do you want to achieve? You want to be a stressed out achiever or you want to be a fulfilled achiever? The first beginning is a vision for your inner state of being. Okay. <clears throat> if you are that person who experiences a beautiful state, not only you, every, every minute of your life, you are creating, you are enjoying, you are intelligent, but it's so beautiful to be there. And so, I, think, I think that's what everybody in America wants to achieve. I have no doubt in my mind that they would rather be there than achieve all of the wealth or whatever they're looking for. Inner peace and, and love, and that is the most important thing. But so, we don't know how to get there. It is okay. It is important to have a spiritual vision first. That is the first thing. Once you have a vision, then you have a deep clarity on your purpose of life. You will be able to redefine your purpose and you will be able to have deep clarity on everything that you're doing. So the first step is holding a spiritual vision. Okay. Now spiritual vision, I want you to clarify because it's not religious it is your connection to everyone and everything on this planet earth. It is your vision to live in a beautiful inner state of being. Okay. So it's because just that it doesn't have to do with our connection to anyone. Okay. It will, it will eventually, but okay. the first step is to hold a vision for your inner state of being because we are a civilization focused on our external world. We do not believe that, at least we've not given enough importance that we nurture. We need to nurture this beautiful state. Okay. We need to take time. We need to bring attention to our inner state of being and make sure that we are constantly living with this vision of living in a beautiful state. That makes sense. That is a spiritual vision. So that is the first sacred secret we share in the book. The second sacred secret is inner truth. 
the inner truth allows us to bring attention to our suffering states as and when they arise. It allows us to bring attention to the disturbing states that we experience as we course in our lives. It allows us to see, to bring attention and to remove it from our consciousness and to nurture a beautiful state in being. That is, if you imagine our consciousness to be a garden and right now it is filled with weeds mm. and you are in a journey like say the snake which is shedding its old skin and clearing up its, uh, its weeds and then you make sure when a small weed is coming up in your garden, it is not comfortable for you because you hold a vision for your inner state. You want to remove that weed from your consciousness. It is important that you are nurturing this beautiful garden. You're constantly putting in effort to nurture this beautiful state. And you're going to bring attention to the suffering state or the stressful state as and when it arises. And you're removing the suffering states and nurturing a beautiful state. There is a practice that is there in the book, which is the serene mind practice for you to do this. And there is another practice, which is also there available in the book, which is called the soul sync practice. So serene mind practice is a practice that you do every time you move into a state of discomfort. It's just a three-minute practice. I'm not asking more from you. <laughs> it is just a three-minute practice. You bring attention to your inner state and remove those suffering states as a minute arises. Interesting. On the other hand, the soul sing practice, the soul sing practice, it's scientific as well as mystical in nature. It has a step-by-step, it is a step-by-step -step practice for you to move your body into a state of calm for you to move into an expanded, beautiful state of consciousness. And then you hold a powerful intention at the end of the soul sync meditation for you to manifest um, the life that you want to manifest. So the soul sync meditation is practiced by viewer, by participants across the globe. It is a nine minute practice. It is easy. It is simple. It is immensely powerful and it gives a direction for your day and allows you to nurture this beautiful state. And I could see that what you're doing um, is removing those issues that you are wanting things out there but they're fulfilling a need an ego or something so you're kind of re releasing that and coming back to the spiritual self yes to let go of all that is hurting to let go of all that is limiting and then moving us into a state of expansion moving us into a state of feeling connected to the people to the life to the world to the universe so it is a journey that's why we call it a journey because it is like you with a soul sing practice you begin to experience calm with another process you experience deeper connection with another process you experience those transcendental states in another process you experience those enlightened states of being one or state of witness or uh, um, a state of uh, compassion. It is, the, it is a progressive journey. But one thing definitely that is overarching this journey is the more you are free of your suffering, 
the more you are out of these limiting states in consciousness. Once you experience this profound connection with the universe, then your experience of life is beautiful. You would be having the power to create a beautiful family, a peaceful and a loving world. That sounds pretty wonderful. And it, it doesn't, does it take a couple of months or does it take a year or is it constant? Are we always going back to like the first and second step in order to remain in that beautiful state? See, in India, we, there are courses that is there across the globe that I do. It is um, called the four, Field of Abundance. It's a four-day retreat. But for those who are not able to make it, please at least start with the soul sync practice. You are, you are nurturing a beautiful brain. There are programs in India which takes you into 10 levels. Each wow. Nine days. And those... Nine very, days? Yes. Wow. And where you immerse yourself and let go of all that is hurting you, let go of all the suffering, let go of all the pain, feeling more connected. It is, a, it is an experience. So it is a process. It is movement into the transcendence, the mystical. But for those, even if you're not able to come, in, come to India, but start with a practice. So you could do that and, and get them on the right track in four days. Is that usually... Yes, the field of abundance is just four days where they're able to have a very clear vision for the inner state, also experience the transcendence, have a glimpse of that experience, letting go of all that has been hurting them, holding on to the consciousness. Yes, the four day. Wow. Wow. Four days. Wow. <laughs> okay, the where do I sign up? <laughs> the third secret that is there in the book is accessing the universal intelligence. Mm, I love that. So throughout ages, we, are, we have seen that we access the universal intelligence when we are in suffering, when we are in desperation, yeah. when we are helpless. And uh, many religions eulogize suffering. But what we have seen is when an individual is able to nurture a beautiful state, and then access the universal intelligence, then they're able to manifest. It is like having a cell phone with a great network. Then you're heard and you're being heard. <laughs> but otherwise, when you are in a suffering state, it is still having a cell phone. The instrument is there, but you do not have a network. You try, you speak very loud. You, you want to be heard, but you're not being heard. That makes so much sense. So it is taking you into a state by which you will be able to access the universal intelligence and then manifest your destiny that you want to manifest. So that is the third sacred secret we share in the book. The fourth sacred secret that we share in the book is uh, spiritual right action. Where, you, where you're given the blueprint, blueprint for the ongoing dilemmas of life. Many times you're faced with this dilemma, whether to say yes or no in a particular situation, whether to be together or to separate, whether to, um, to, uh, to, to be aggressive or to be submissive, to push or pull. We're constantly faced with this dilemmas of life and everyone faces it. And in the book, The Fourth Sacred Secret that we, sa we share is, a spiritual right action which gives you a blueprint 
on what action you need to take at a given point of time. Wow. That sounds wonderful. This book is a vision for Krishnaji and me. We have authored it together. This book is having a vision for uh, a Buddha driving a Benz with loved ones. <laughs> you live in a transformed state of consciousness. Experience all the abundance and prosperity and love in your life as you continue living your life with your loved ones. So this is the vision for the book. So Buddha driving a Benz along with your loved ones. Okay, so our start in this beautiful life is to read your book, The Four Sacred Secrets. Four Sacred Secrets, of course. So we need to read that. And that starts us off on our journey of transformation. On a journey of transformation, on a journey towards living a life in a beautiful state. And again... In the law of attraction world, we are always focusing on getting something out there instead of looking within and correcting that within so that we need to have a different viewpoint in order to grasp the whole thing. I think this is really important. People think positive thinking would help them get what they want to get. But in our experience, what is needed is an expanded state of connection where you feel connected to the universe. That is the most self-centric you are. I'm not talking about selfishness. I'm talking about in a suffering state where we are engrossed with ourselves. The more we are engrossed with ourselves, the more we are moving away from what we want in life. That, that, is, more, so true. that is why this journey, Jules, like, we teach people to move away from separation to experiencing connection. We teach people to help individuals move away from suffering states to experiencing beautiful states. We help individuals move from division to experiencing oneness. So as this movement happens, as you grow in these states, beautiful states, the transcendental states, and the enlightened states of consciousness, then you are attracting you are attracting. So it's so funny because I was just talking with a friend about this. The state of division, this is predominant in the United States right now. We are living in states of division. Emotionally, we can't connect with each other because we are politically or whatever. It's just very, very strange situation. Truly, there is a huge division. Now, this division is within each of us. Yes. What is happening within you is happening to the world. Okay. What is happening at the individual level is happening at the global level, at the national level. So the division that we are experiencing externally is a division that we have been experiencing internally where we have been separating ourselves from everybody else. And we live in states of conflict. We live in states of suffering. And that is what we see in the world today. That is exactly what we're seeing today. And you came to the right place. <laughs> we need this desperately here. Really, uh, we have been stopping at a certain point and we need to go further. And it is a spiritual that we have to connect with. We are mirroring 
that which we hate in others, we are mirroring that out. That's within us. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. And yeah. it's not only in the United States. Probably. It's all over? All over the world. It's all over the globe. Oh my goodness. Where families are not able to be together, nations are not able to be together. The world is not being together. And if you want to really leave a beautiful world for our children, for our grandchildren, it is extremely important that we nurture a beautiful state in our consciousness. You're because right. so much of chaos, so much of confusion that we see outside is basically coming from a state of consciousness, coming from the individual's experience of oneself, individual's experience of life. Because what is happening to the individual is happening to the world. And it's the mirroring concept. Absolutely. So what you are teaching us then is to stop looking at our 3D world and look within and resolve the issues within us. Absolutely. If you look at those beautiful moments in your life, those beautiful moments, you have to think of one beautiful moment in your life. It will be uh, an experience that, of connection that you experienced with another. If you looked at one moment in your life where you were destructive in nature, <laughs> where you were causing suffering to somebody else, and if you're able to bring attention to yourself and look back at yourself at those moments, it is when you were in a suffering state. So if you want to create this huge wave, this huge movement of wanting to create a better world, it is important that every one of us nurture a beautiful state in our consciousness. The more we nurture a beautiful state in our consciousness, our thinking would be different. Mm. The emotions that we experience would be different. The actions that we perform would be different. The choices that we make would be different. And then we would be able to create this huge movement of creating a beautiful world. So does it mean that we need to go back and resolve every time that we did this to another? Or is no, we don't want to go back and dissolve. Right now, you just learn to learn to resolve what is happening currently in your life. Oh. You, you learn to remove all the weeds that is constantly springing because we are used to living in these states. That's we right. Are, feeling lonely we are used to feeling anxious we are used to feeling sad we are used to feeling insecure and that's what we go back to again and again revisit again and again with the slightest change in the external environment and sometimes even in the external is fine you get back into feeling it because you are used to it and bring attention to it what is it that you're constantly feeling the more you are in those states more easy it is for you to get back to those states that's why I feel this learning, this, this, this education has to be started very young, even when as children. What is the state that you're constantly fueling in a child? I mean, what is a child living in? Fear. Fear, yes, fear and insecurity. And it continues to live life that way, even if the child is achieving or even if the child is aspiring to achieve. It continues to live in that state. And it is, the external achievement is not bringing about a change in the way you experience life. So let us start from inside out. Nurture a beautiful state 
as even if you're able to do the soul sync practice, it changes your brain, the way it functions. You're able to create activity in those regions of your brain where you're more calm, where you're more peaceful, where you are more connected. It activates the anterior cingulate in your brain and you're feeling more connected to people around you. So it is important. That's why the practice is very important. The wisdom is very important. The practice is important. The processes are important. The mystical experiences are important. But even if you're able to start with a practice, it is going to help you change your brain. And, and that act of meditation changes the brain. Yes, it changes the brain. Because right now we are living in a world where we have overactivated our limbic system. Yeah. We live in anger, we live in fear, we live in anxiety, and that's overactivated in limbic system. We need to shift. We need to shift that activation to yet another region in your brain. You need to activate the midprefrontal cortex, which is responsible for connection. You need to activate those regions of your brain where you are feeling more expanded and feeling more connected than you usually feel. Only when those get activated, then this one will become less. And, and then I could actually see where it is a permanent. It's not something that you have to keep revisiting because you are changing the, the yeah. structure of the brain. So it's more permanent. Yeah. There is, I love right that. Now, right now you're permanently uh, trapped to suffering states. Yeah. So as we rewire the brain, as we activate different regions of your brain, we have seen people like if they, were, they spend 90% of their time in suffering state and probably 10% in a beautiful state, the whole thing changes. They are now probably in a place where they're spending 90% of their time in a beautiful state and then suffering comes and goes and they're fully aware of it as it comes and goes and they're taking it off, removing it from their consciousness. I love this. And this is, and you could actually, by reading this book, you can actually get on the path and then take a course from you for four days. Yes, absolutely. That'll be the best. That's how we can really rewire the brain. Or even the soul sync practice is available. Start there. It's available online. The soul sync practice. Really? Online? Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's that's great. That's wonderful news. Oh, oh, okay. This is great. Now, tell tell me where we can get the book. The book is available on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. It's it's available everywhere. So we can send you all the links so you can share it with your audience. Yes, and so that's our first place. And then your website. We want to know where we can find out more information. PKconsciousness.com. P K P as in Paul K as in K. Kite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kite. <laughs> dot com. P K consciousness. No. Yeah. Dot com. Okay. See, that's good information. Um, this is exactly what we need to hear. And we all know here that we have to heal within. Yes. We all know this. But the trick has been, well, how do we do that? We have a path, the soul sync meditation, the serene mind practice, the four-day course, and the programs in India, or we have the mystical powerhouse in India, the ACOM, where you have the mystical and the transcendental experience. So what I'm trying, is, trying to tell you is we have a definitive path and we want individuals to move from states of separation into experiencing powerful connections so they can 
experience a life that they desire. And it is very important, not only for yourself, it is important that you live in a beautiful state because then you become capable of nurturing a beautiful family and capable of nurturing wonderful children and contribute towards creating a more beautiful world. And that's what it's all about because the duplication of you spreads out to the world. It's the hundredth monkey effect. So yeah, that's so important. You know, right now in this day and age, we have got to strive to not only, to especially change ourselves, but with that in mind, that if we want a better world for the future generations, we have to change us first. Absolutely. Otherwise, we are living leaving behind for our children and grandchildren and the generations. Not a nice thing. Yeah. It is. It is very important that we take it very seriously. The world is in this state right now because we are divided within ourselves. That is so true. Boy, that really rings home true. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this wisdom with us. And I will have all the links to your book that we can go out and first purchase that. And then I really got to go to your website. I've got to, I've got to experience. This is really something that I want to do. So thank you so much. Wonderful meeting you. So wonderful being on your podcast. It's a real joy speaking with you. And I hope you'll come back on because I know that there's more that we can talk about. Absolutely. A lot, a lot of that. A lot. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.